1: How you all be today? This is Heather Nichols, and I'm live. It's always fun to be live. It doesn't happen all the time. Um, I'm live, I'm alive, <laughs> and I'm wrong as ever. <laughs> We're going to be talking today about are you getting it right, otherwise known as would you rather be right or would you rather be free, because it's kind of a choice. You don't get to have both, Um, but free sometimes can be a lot more fun if you're willing to have that. Um, (laughs) so this is a, this is a, um, a topic that has been really fun for me to play with. Um, that I didn't really, it wasn't something that I ever even really thought about before I started doing access consciousness. Um, but, like, really look, because, you know, if, you're, if you've never heard of access consciousness before, <laughs> you're in for a treat. You're in for a wild ride. Um, but it's, there's such a conversation and invitation in access to um, actually get out of judgment. And when you can get out of judgment, you can create anything you'd like to create in your life. You can have anything you'd like to have in your life um you can um be anything you there's just a lot of possibilities that open up to you and you start to have more consciousness and function from more consciousness and um it's like the whole world opens up really um and this this sense of like getting it right or not getting it wrong is so deeply woven into how we function in the world that um I didn't even realize it was running the show for me with everything I did with my business, with my body, with relationships, with parenting. Oh, my God, with parenting. Oh, my God. We could do, like, weeks on that alone, right? Um, Because there's so many ways that you really need to get it right and have to get it right in this reality Um, with parenting and with everything. It's It's all basically, everything's about getting it right. And looking for the answers so that you can get it right and that you won't get it wrong. And guess what? That totally saps your joy. It saps the fun that you can have in your life. And it doesn't actually increase possibilities or create greater possibilities. It actually diminishes possibilities to be functioning from the need and the necessity to be right or to get your life right in any way. Um. And side note, I have, I'm having a little allergy attack the past 24 hours like that. So you might hear me sneeze 8 million times or not. What would it take? Um, (coughs) Roll with me. (laughs) Um, and, um, And it's funny actually, speaking of allergies, I, um, I used to, here's here's a great example of how this whole thing works. I used to have, uh, I used to have severe, severe, severe seasonal allergies. Um, it was like, I would be like this, but times a thousand for like two months for the whole month of April and May until all the trees had their leaves. I was like hating life. And, um, Boy, did I try to get it right. Boy, did I, like, I had so much judgment about my allergies and my, I judge my body so much for having allergies, but it wasn't like, body, I hate you, you know, it was more, because when we think of, a lot of times when we think of, you know, judging our bodies, it's like, it's more, um, you know, like not liking how they look or not liking how they function or whatever. But this is more like, no, there's something wrong with my body that I have to figure out here. And the only way to change the allergies is to get to the root of what's wrong with my body and what's wrong with me (laughs) Um, so that I can change this so that I don't have allergies anymore. Talk about a really sort of interesting point of view. Not really. Um, And I searched and I searched and I did everything. And I live in like the alternative therapy theme park of the world, um, Boulder, Colorado, where you can get urine shots you can get you can get colonics you can get you know acupuncture with you know the ninth element of the you know nectar of the gods woven in I mean it's just it's all here you can have it all here and I did all of it I did all of it um and it was all with this searching to get it right to figure out what was wrong so that I could get it right. So everywhere you're searching for what is wrong so that you can get it right, so that you can correct what is wrong, you can correct the wrongness of you so that you can get you and life right. Will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Hogwash? <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, all name, puck put shirts, biz bands. If you don't know what I just said, that is the excess consciousness clearing statement. It's um, It's basically like a, delete button where you just sort of bring up the charge you bring up all the stuff around what's stopping you and you hit delete and it goes away um and you know talk about not having to get it right you don't even have to know what it is you don't have to figure it out hallelujah um because that's that's the thing is when I you know I mean I literally would I would spend I would gear up for the spring every year I would spend months like doing like intense liver detoxification to get ready for spring but it was like my body would go into like in like crazy trauma from the detox like it was never the cleanses that I used to do never created a greater reality with my body they always, they were always a diminishment of my body but I had such a point of view that cleansing was right and cleansing was good and cleansing was necessary and cleansing was blah blah you know. And so was, I'd always like look for these different cleanses and I'd do these different cleanses. And I remember this one that I did just sent me over the fricking edge. Like it, it fried my nervous system. It fried my body. It was so unpleasant. And I was like trying to stick it out and push it through and get my liver so clean. And, you know, cleanses are hard. They have to be hard, you know. Um, but my body was like telling me, hey, this doesn't work for me. And then it would have to get louder and louder and louder and louder and louder and louder and louder 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 until finally I was so miserable, so strung out, so um, uncomfortable, so unhappy and so fried that I was like, okay, uncle, (laughs) I'll stop, you know. Um, And what I realized, and I I mean, that was just one of the many things I did. I did like every kind of acupuncture and homeopathy and this and that and all the stuff. And um and I did actually I did urine shots. That was a, one of the crazy things I did. Um literally like having them, you know, you, you pee and then they sh- they put it in your they sh- put it in a shot in your butt. <laughs> like, it's just so I mean the shit I did to try to get it right with my body and and uh, with the point of view that if I got it right my allergies would go away. And um And then I found access consciousness. This is all before I knew about this crazy stuff called access consciousness and the invitation to know what you know, to be different, to honor you, to honor your body, to have a different conversation with all of it. And, um, and so I started going, wow, okay, cool. So maybe I have a lot of points of view here about what's the right, good, perfect and correct thing to do with my body. You know, what's the right, good, perfect and correct thing to do with in regards to my allergies and cause I knew here's the thing is that at the bottom of all of it underneath all of it was this total awareness that someday it could change, that there was a possibility that I could actually not have two months of the year where I wanted to just move to another planet temporarily where they didn't have pollen. <laughs> um, and um, it was this, like I knew, I knew that it was possible to not actually have that going on in my world. And, but I was, you know, I didn't know any different. Nobody had ever invited me to a different conversation. So I was looking through the limitations and the lies and the lens of this reality and the only, like the sum total of what's possible. I was looking through all of that to determine, you know, how to get it right to fix the problem. Well, the problem was my point of view. It wasn't actually my body. And when I changed my point of view, that my body wasn't problematic, and that my body didn't have a problem, that my body was actually brilliant and amazing and phenomenal, and that it would tell me what it wanted, and that it always had with ease, and that I could just listen, and I could honor it, and I could give it what it was asking for, um, my allergies pretty much went away. Like, this is actually the first time um, I've had this kind of an allergic reaction to pollen, um, in, um, years actually. And it's only been the past 24 hours. So, and I'm going to Malaysia on Wednesday. So, (laughs) um, and I don't even know if it's a reaction to pollen. That's the thing is that I'm now aware there's so many other things going on that are again, beyond this reality. And I won't dive into that, but um, but I, but the point of that is that I'm staying in question. I'm staying curious and going, okay, cool body. What are you requiring? You know, what are you aware of? You know, what am I aware of? Like, and what's what can I change right now? What can I ask right now? What can I be right now to change this? Not from the point of view of something's wrong, I need to fix it, but from the point of view of, um, of cool. My body is always giving me information and like you know feedback in a way. On what else is possible, and cool, you know, um, what can I what can I do with that to create something greater? And so the the amazing thing is like when I look at this story of my allergies and there's a million different ways I could tell these stories, you know, with my parenting practices and my kids. And if you've listened to my show, you've heard me talk about a lot of this stuff, but um, but I what I started to do with my body was just listen to it and actually have no point of view about what was right or what was wrong. So I gave up the point of view that sugar was wrong. Cause I I used to have, when I, when I had the allergies, it was like, well, sugar's bad for you. Sugar's wrong. Um, Dairy is bad for me. Dairy is bad for my body. My body doesn't like dairy. Dairy gives me allergies. Gluten is bad and wrong. Uh, Let's see what else, you know, I remember another cleanse I did was like, no sugar, no corn, no tomatoes, no dairy, no gluten, no soy. I think that was it for, you know, the whole spring. I was basically eating, like, rice and beans and avocado, you know. I've done so many crazy fucking diets like that. And guess what? None of them worked. None of them worked. Nothing worked. And they, they, might, they might have helped a teeny, teeny bit, some of them. You know, some of them fried the fuck out of me. Um. But when I actually let go of the point of view that there was any right, good, perfect, incorrect reality with my body, choices with my body, you know, change with my body or whatever, or, or that there were things wrong with it, then I could actually be in question. I could be looking at the energy. I could be in curiosity. I could be wondering and asking and just curious, like, oh, okay. So what's required right now, body? And my body would be like, "Ah, Coke! I really need like an intense dose of sugar." And I'd be like, "Okay," um, or I let my. Come to find out, I love coffee. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> you know, my body loves coffee. Um, great. Okay, let's have coffee. You know, and I would say, you know, people that know me would totally laugh and agree. That I have what would be what would be called in this reality a terrible diet, and <laughs> um, and part of that is like I don't eat much. Like that was another piece is that I you know had this point of view. I got to have three meals a day. La la. I don't. My body doesn't actually require that much food. So I really only eat when my body asks for food. And sometimes that's once a day. Sometimes that's not at all. Sometimes it's more than once a day. But it's I don't have the point of view of breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> i just set the point of view of, hey, body, hi, who are you today? Who are we today? You know, what grand and glorious adventures can we have? And what would you, you know, do you, would you like to eat? If so, what? And my body is very clear with what it asks for. And I'm willing to give it to, I'm willing to, you know, honor those requests. And a lot of times that looks like, you know, drinking Coke or drinking wine or, um, you know, eating potato chips or, you know, potato chips and Coke for dinner, you know, um, and, or sometimes it's a salad or whatever, but it's, it's not from any sense of rightness or wrongness or projection or rejection of any reality. It's literally just going, what are you asking for, body? And I don't have the point of view that any of it is right or any of it is yeah. wrong. And that, like, the food and my body, and it's amazing because since functioning from that space and playing with my body and playing with like the energy of what my body's asking for and what my body is, um, I I haven't had allergies in years, years. Um, and the fact that it's popped up in the past day, it's like, I don't even have the point of view that it'll be going on tomorrow, you know, or tonight or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, I'm sneezy right now, you know, um, and checking in, curiosity, hey, body, what do you require, you know? And, um, and so that's part of what occurs when you are willing to get out of the rightness or the wrongness of anything, um, looking from the point of view that there is even such a thing as right and wrong. It dramatically and dynamically cuts off the possibilities that you can perceive. I mean, a lot of bodies actually humanoid bodies, um, like sugar, they require sugar. If you use your mind a lot, guess what? You eat up a lot of sugar and a lot of salt and you're going to require more sugar and more salt than most people. And when I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Let me see if that's true for me. I didn't just take that as like somebody telling me now go eat sugar. You know, it was like, well, that's a possibility. Okay. Body, you know, and I would just, I just basically got out of the points of view I had about all food and um, and um, my body started communicating with me in really different ways and I started Mm -hmm. listening and um, and I would say it's you know both what I'm what I'm well it's not it's not even what I'm putting in my body now it's like what I'm functioning from that has changed the allergies and that has changed a lot of things for me which is There's nothing that's right, and there's nothing that's wrong. So what would I like to choose? What's my body asking for? What's my life asking for? What's my business asking for? What are my children asking for? You know, depending on what area of life you're looking at. Okay, now what can I choose that would actually create something greater here? And if you don't have the point of view that there's a right choice or a wrong choice, guess what you have? Freedom! I was going to bust in the song, but I, I don't think I will because we're at a break now. So um, so there you have it. One little snippet of that story. And I, there's so many other things. Like we could go into business. We could go into um, parenting. There's lots of other places we can go with this conversation. I wonder what it's going to be. We're going to take a break, and uh, I'll be back with you in just a couple minutes.
2: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to AccessConsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys' class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
2: Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world, facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series, My Gift to You, What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beinguclass.com. You know if this is for you, you always do.
0: Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods.
2: Build a better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed.
0: You are listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to creating beyond reality.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is Heather Nichols, and we're here talking about right, wrong, good, bad, perfect, correct, not so perfect, terrible, awful, (laughs) getting it right, or being free. Um, And um, I want to actually kind of highlight that this um we were talking about bodies in the first part and um creating change in our bodies and getting out of judgment of well just getting out of right and wrong and what that allows you to create from a different point of view and um this whole gary douglas the the founder of access consciousness he asks this question all the time would you rather be right or would you rather be free and i started looking at that and um and I, it really started changing things for me. And I was like, you know what? I actually really would rather be free. And that's not always the response to that question. Um, you got to look at that for you and just see, you know, where are you with that question right now? Because the way that we become committed to the rightness of us and the rightness of our point of view and the rightness of how we function in the world is it's very insidious and it's um, – It's very subtle a lot of times. Like we don't always notice it about ourselves. Um, And it's this thing that is, um, there's just this, it's like such a part of the fabric of this reality that we need to be right and we need to defend against anything that would make us wrong that we cut off so much of what's actually possible for us. We cut off so much receiving We cut off so much freedom. We cut off so much ease. um, We cut off possibilities. We cut off creativity. It's kind of amazing what happens when we're committed to the rightness of us and the rightness of our point of view. And, um, you know, like I said, I didn't even realize it until I started looking from a different point of view at this particular conversation. And, um, And I parenting actually, you know, I mentioned that in the beginning, parenting was one of these areas that was really, I was very, very committed to being right. And, um, and a lot of it was because it wasn't even, for me, it's never really been like, I have to be right because I have a fragile ego or, (laughs) you know, whatever. It's more just like, I got to get it right, you know, um, which is slightly different than being right. But, um, but it was both, you know, because if you if you be right, then you get it right, you know. And with my kids and with parenting, it was really one of those areas where I had always actually, um, I'd always um, um, had this uh, commitment, let's just say, from the time I was a kid, really, you know. Um, I mean, I actually had. Pretty stellar parents. They were. They were really. They are really amazing and um, a gift and a contribution. And they are very supportive of me and uh, and um, you know cheer me on in a lot of ways and and um, have always. Nurtured me and you know told me that I could do anything and all of that and that's I'm very very lucky in that way and I still you know as a kid I would sometimes look at how they were running the show and running the ship and you know doing things that I'd be like I'm gonna be even better you know I'm gonna do it even more even more correctly than they are you know and because I I just always had this sense that I was gonna have two kids and you know whether that was a societal expectation or my own desire you know sort of irrelevant at the the moment, because I do have two amazing kids, and I'm glad that I do. Um, But in the beginning of my parenting adventure, there had been, I had created so many projections and expectations of how I was going to show up as a mom, and how right I was going to be, and how good and correct and perfect I was going to be as a mom, and how I wouldn't damage my children at all. You know, I had this background as a therapist, and you know, I'd see all these people in my office that were, you know, very, let's say, wounded as children, you know, they had a lot of stuff going on as kids. Um, And so, so it was, you know, I saw what happened to people in later on in life when they were not honored and all of that in their childhood days. And I was really committed to getting it fucking right and not being the person whose kid ended up crying on a therapy couch for 10 years, you know, (laughs) which is so funny because, um, now knowing what I know now that is, I just, that literally just makes me laugh because there's so many reasons. I mean, one of them is, you know, if you're trying to avoid something, that's exactly what you create. Um, and there's a lot of energetics of that conversation that are at play. Um, but also, you know, our children choose us and they choose us for what we bring and what we do and they kind of choose what, occurs in the first 15 plus years of their lives. And um, so it's all, you know, it's sort of an interesting point of view. It is an interesting point of view to, to go, Oh, I'm not going to, you know, whatever, like I'm going to be perfect here. And your kids usually (laughs) have a completely different agenda for you. And so, as I, you know, became a mom, um, I, and I'm actually so grateful now for this. And if you know, if you've heard me talk about parenting, you've heard me say this before that I was profoundly miserable. I was miserable as a parent for years, years and years. Um, I didn't. Um, I, I. It was like my fantasy world of what it would be like to be a mom and what it would be like to have a family and what it would be like to have kids. Just it, you know, it, it basically got thrown out the window the minute my oldest son was born. And um, he, about a week after he was born, he was a week old, he started screaming and crying. He was extraordinarily colicky. And he wouldn't stop. He would not stop. He did not pretty much stop crying for the first four months of his life. And there was nothing that I could do. Now, talk about looking for all the ways to get it right. You have a screaming baby. You're a first-time mom. You have a screaming baby on your hands. And what do you do? You go, is he wet? Is he tired? Is he hungry? Is it, you know, does he need to be burped? <laughs> like, whatever. You look, you, you scroll through all the ways that you can get it right as a parent of a newborn. And it's like, okay, well, he's changed his diaper and he's not, you know, he just woke up and he's not hungry and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't get it right. I couldn't get it right. Uh, it was such a gift. I could not get it right with my baby um, because there was nothing that I could do. At the time, there was nothing that I found that I could do to make him stop crying. I just had to hold him and walk around and bounce on a ball. And I—that's—that's that's like one of my least favorite four-month periods of my life. <laughs> um, was just dealing with this kid who wouldn't fucking stop crying. And I was a new mom and my husband at the time was traveling for work. And it was, you know, and I, 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 and talk about the diets too. I did, I did so many crazy diets. I did all the, you know, it was like one point I was eating like quinoa and avocados, you know, that was the sum total of what I could eat because maybe he was reacting to something in my breast milk, you know, I mean, just all this crazy shit. And, um, I couldn't get it right. Cause there was nothing. Same with my allergies. It was like, I couldn't get it right. Um, you know, until I actually gave up my point of view that there was such a thing. Now with parenting, it took me a little bit longer <laughs> because, um, because I was so Um, I was so like freaked out by the responsibility of like creating a person, you know, it was like, I'm creating a person here, Jesus, you know, (laughs) um, which also is an interesting point of view. Um, and now I know, I know different, but, um, but I was so like, I can't fuck this up. Like if I fuck up, if I fuck up my body, I'm the only one who has to deal with it. You know, if I fuck up parenting, this kid's going to be in the world having been, you know, had a parent who fucked up that's a big consequence you know of not getting it right and of getting it wrong and it was like the one area for me that I wasn't willing to get it wrong I mean there's a lot of areas but that like the, the big one the big one you know the big holdout was like now I have to get this right and the, and the more I let go and the more I let go, and the more I let go, and the more I let go. and the more I actually stopped even protecting my children, which is was a huge one for me. It was like when I realized how much protecting my kids diminished the how all the ways that I could empower them to know what was true for them and to know what they knew and to be aware. and um so there were all these different pieces that came to me over the years once I started doing access consciousness. and being in this conversation of being free at the, you know, like being willing to throw, getting it right out the window and being right out the window so that I could be free. And it after years of that, you know, of looking at that and playing with that and changing things up and letting things go with my kids, I finally got to a point where, um, you know, motherhood started to be really – Really, really enjoyable for me and something that I love. And I love being with my kids. It's totally easy. And, you know, it's like they're two of my favorite people in the world to hang out with. There's just so much space and contribution, and we have fun and we enjoy each other. And we don't do a lot of significance. And we don't do, you know, we don't, we don't like, there's no, we don't have to get it right. You know, nobody has to get it right. (laughs) Nobody has to be right because that's not, there's no such thing. And I'm, you know, I'm raising my kids with that point of view. And, and there was such a freedom for me in the willingness to just fucking let go and to go, okay, you know, like, I'm the, like, being right is killing me. You know, the need and the necessity to be right with this, it's actually killing me. It was, my body was stressed. My joy was diminished. Um, it was, it was really, really, um, challenging for me and not fun. And I, I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I, I don't care. Like, I'm actually willing to lose, which is a part of this conversation too. Is like, I'm willing to lose. I'm willing to I'm willing to be wrong. I'm willing to get it wrong here in order to have a different possibility. Because if you keep choosing what you've been choosing with the insistence of, I have to get it right, I have to be right, I can't get it wrong and I can't be wrong. You will keep creating, the same thing will continue to show up in your life. And it might, the only change that's really possible in that situation is that whatever is not working for you gets even worse, which is what it did with me. It was like, the I just got more and more miserable as a parent, really in the confines of this reality and the boxes of this reality that told me what I had to do to get it right. And I was like, And finally, I I realized I can't actually, I can't get this right. It's not possible to get parenting right. Um, It's not possible to get life right. And it's not like my commitment to the rightness of me um, Mm -hmm. is actually killing my life and my joy and possibility and creation and, you know, ease with my children and ease for my children. And um, I gave it up. (laughs) i gave it up and what's amazing is that my kids got so much happier so much more relaxed so much easier to be around um a lot of you guys some you know people that have been in access over the years come to classes or whatever have seen my kids over time and they have seen them change right really really change over time and um And so it was like all of that, like just a space of freedom, like so much freedom opened up for me with them as a parent, as a person in the world. When I was like, you know what? There's no amount of rightness of me. There's no amount of getting it right. That actually is worth the suffering that is going on in my life right now. Um, I'm not, that's not actually something I'm interested in perpetuating in my own world. And, um, and I just, and it, it it takes courage, you know, it really does take courage to step out of that conversation of everybody, all the experts and all of that, you know, the, the people that know what they know, you know, the, I mean, I did the experts with parenting. I did the experts with bodies I've did the experts with business, you know, I've done the experts, you know, and um, they're all that the experts talk about is how to get it right. Um, and what if you're actually the expert in your life and you, your willingness to be wrong and your willingness to get it wrong is actually one of the greatest doors that you can open to possibility and greater creation and greater receiving in your life. Um, truly, truly. What if you could, what if if you were willing to just get it so wrong, the whole life thing and all that, you know, business, money, parenting, body, relationships, sex, all that, you know, um, so that you could actually have the freedom to know what's true for you, what would be fun for you, what would be joyful for you, what you could create, the possibilities that exist for your life that you've never considered before. Like what if your willingness to actually be wrong could open fling doors open to the possibilities of what else you could actually create and have as your life that you've never considered before. And so, you know, it's a vulnerable moment and it continues to be, I mean, it's not just a one moment, you know, but it's a, it's a vulnerable sort of like set of choices in a way to continue to go, Hey, I'm willing to be wrong here. I'm willing to be wrong. I'm willing to be wrong. Um, and yet, you know, there's such a, there's such a gift, it's such a gift. It's like the, the freedom of you exists on the other side of that choice, really. Um, so ponder that. <laughs> We're going to take our second break and we'll be back very shortly.
0: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at Heather HeatherNichols.com forward slash pods.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
2: Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series, My Gift to You. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools and this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you, you always do. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: are listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now back to Creating
1: Beyond Reality. Welcome back everybody. Um, I'm really enjoying this conversation today. We're getting some messages while we're while we're going. Um, very cool, very cool. I um, just I love hearing from people and what it's creating in your worlds um, now and in the future, because I know a lot of people will be listening after the fact um, as well. But um, I wanted to actually um, touch on the energy that we sort of left the last segment with of, um, you know, really the choice to, Like to be willing to actually, quote unquote, get it wrong, or actually to be willing to be wrong. That is a highly vulnerable choice. And I just want to name that, you know, so that you don't, you know, go forth thinking, oh my God, no problem, you know. Um, It's a really, it's a highly vulnerable choice to go, okay, I'm willing to be wrong in order to have the freedom of the joy and the possibility in the life that I'd like to have. Um, it's a very different choice. Like this reality does not actually, you know, that's not at all how this reality is created and organized. Um, And nobody, nobody talks to you about that. You know, nobody talks to you about that as a kid of like, Hey, guess what? Like, you don't have to be right about anything. You don't have to be right in any way. You actually are right. You're brilliant. You're phenomenal and amazing No matter what you do, no matter what you choose, no matter how you show up, you know, or don't do or succeed at or fail at, you are inherently brilliant. And if you're willing to actually begin to know that about you, and maybe that seems like a very, very far-fetched possibility for you. And if it does, ask for it. I mean, either way, ask for it. You know, just ask. Hey, universe, I'd love to have the freedom to actually be, have the level of vulnerability that allows me to be wrong when required, to have the freedom that that gives me. Um, to be wrong in the face of accusation or judgment or, you know, whatever it is, because um, it could be in relationship to other people. It could be in relationship to yourself. Um And I mean, if you look at like, there's this phrase that we say in access, which is you're right, I'm wrong. What can I do to make up for the damage done? Now, if you're in an argument with somebody or you're in a conflict in some way, and you say that or you be that energy, you're right, you're fighting, you know, two people vying for the rightness of their point of view basically is what conflict is, right? Um, And you're, you're in the position, you're headlocked with somebody, And you go, you're right, I'm wrong. What can I do to make up for the damage that I've done? Completely diffuses the situation. I mean, that's um, the the martial art Aikido is very much that energy of actually taking the energy, like the force that's coming at you and merging with it to redirect it toward a different possibility. That's how I, that's, I love Aikido. It's a brilliant martial art um, because it's not about like direct confrontation. It's actually about, it's, it's about blending energy with another energy that you might see as a confrontational energy or a threat to you, but you actually lower your barriers and you blend with it And now you have the momentum of of your energy with that energy to redirect it, and that's so that's what you know part of what happens physically and energetically with the practice of aikido, and that's what happens when you're willing to be wrong. As you go, I'm going to lower my barriers, and what's amazing is there's a level of vulnerability with being willing to be wrong and being willing to get it wrong. That gives you access to you in a totally different way and gives you access to creation and possibilities, like I've been saying, and also is a potency that is beyond this reality. If you have total vulnerability, if you're willing to be and have total vulnerability, guess what? You will be one of the most potent motherfuckers walking the planet because nobody can control you. The only way that people control you is with their judgments and by getting you to defend for yourself or against them or, you know, for something or against something. Um, When you have total vulnerability and you're willing to receive it all and not have a point of view about it, you actually become this level of potency in the world that is inconceivable. It's undefinable. It's confusing to people. They don't know what to do with it. It puts people into question, creates more consciousness in the world. Um, But also gives you this level of freedom to actually have awareness of what else you could create that nobody's willing to have because everybody is so interested in their barriers, their mind, being right, getting it right, right? If you drop your barriers and you're willing to have such a level of presence that includes the wrongness of you that is just a point of view. And getting it wrong, failing, not needing to succeed, it's ironic because everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. And that gives you access to creative and generative possibilities for actualizing a life and a reality that's far more joyful and expansive and phenomenal than you can imagine. And it takes a level of courage actually to step into that. It takes a level of courage to be that and to show up with that choice in the world because this world is, you know, totally based in judgment. It's, it's, you know, you, people are always happy to tell you how wrong you are, you know, um, that's human reality, right? And the humans are running around pointing their fingers going, everybody else is wrong, right? That's human reality. And, so to go, yeah, mm-hmm, yep. And then you have this space of possibilities and you begin to then know what you know. You begin to know what you know. You begin to be present with the creation of your own life. And you begin to be to be this space of joy and possibilities that is totally beyond this reality. And um, uh, it's just... Oh, delicious, delicious, delicious. I, I gotta say, like, every time I'm willing to choose this energy, like the energy of just, yeah, okay i I'm, I'm i'm I am willing to be wrong. I'm willing to get it wrong, I'm willing to be wrong. Um, it's such a relief in my world, you know, and as we talked about in the you know this, some of the examples that I gave in the beginning, it's like it changed my health dynamically. Right. And I'm, I, you know, to have to even like, I mean, it's funny to live in the therapy theme park of the world, Boulder, Colorado, and, you know, be like a daily Coke drinker, you know, (laughs) it's like, it's like illegal here. Like Coke is like illegal in Boulder. You know, um, people are like, what the fuck you drink Coke. I'm like, yeah, every day. Um, I mean, not every day as a habit, but when my body asks for it, my body asks for it most days. Um, my body is very, very happy when it gets it, um, and it actually contributes to the greatness of my body. You know, but I don't have a point of view about it. Um, and if I had a point of view that it was bad, you know, then it would do something different. It would create something different. Um, that's a tiny example, but it's like, but it's, but it's interesting because in in Boulder, where I live, it's not actually a tiny example. It's like a major deal. Like for some people, like to drink Coca Cola would be a huge offense to their whole point of view, you know? Um, And I remember actually one time doing a, doing an access um, consciousness bars class with some friends um, that lived in Hawaii and they had invited me to come and um, they were so excited about it. And, um, and these were all people that do a lot of spiritual stuff and a Tantra community that I was part of. And so there's a lot of like just spiritual practices and very healthy eating and that whole world. And I was like, I will never forget this particular class and going, yeah, what if, you know, sugar being bad for you was just an interesting point of view where your body actually desire. And it was so funny to see these like the bodies got so fucking happy and relieved and joyful and and everybody was like, oh, my God. I mean, I can eat M&Ms and I could drink Coke. (laughs) It was like, and they started, we had M&Ms and they started eating M&Ms and they were just like giddy about the fact that they could eat M&Ms and not judge themselves for it, you know, and that's the thing is like, these are the judgments that run our lives and it's not just about M&Ms or Coke. It's about functioning from judgment and functioning from the paradigm, the, you know, the, um, necessity of right and wrong as where we live from. And the thing about that is that it really comes from um, the point of view that we can't be trusted with our lives. You know, you can't be trusted with children. You have to just do what the experts tell you. Well, that didn't fucking work for me. You know, it didn't work. Parenting didn't work for me until I started to trust me and Along with that came the willingness to be wrong and get it wrong. Um, you know, health and vibrant, vibrant health with my body, a vibrant reality with my body and orgasmic orgasmic living didn't show up for me until I started to know what I know, know about my body and have a space of communion with it, which includes the willingness to be wrong according to this reality. And we could go through every area of life, sex, If you're willing to be wrong in the bedroom, you're going to be awesome in the bedroom. (laughs) Uh, That's a whole other topic. Um, Relationships, you know, business, money. We could look at all the like big areas of life and just it's like if you're willing to be wrong and you're willing to get it wrong, you can create fucking anything. So play with it. You know, Um, what if you could be wrong and be free? What if you didn't have to be right and you could be free? What if right and wrong was just an interesting point of view and you could actually know what you know rather than function from the rightness and the wrongness of anybody's point of view? Um, So, and I just, you know, I'd love to live in a world where that was a reality. I mean, that's just, it's such a gift, you know, to have that space and that invitation and be that with ourselves and be that with each other. We can, when we can be that with each other, holy crap, a lot changes. So, so there you have it. That's the show for today. Um, I have some really super fun. I'm creating so many things right now. Not all of it's up on my website yet, but um, I have a new website coming too very, very soon. There's going to be some very cool stuff going on there. Um, and um, But you can go to my website, HeatherNichols.com, and check out my class schedule. I've got a um, foundation class coming up in Boulder pretty soon, and I've got... Um, some energy and my next set of energy pulls being the choosing one so excited about those there's a lot of fun energy around those Um, we're going to just be playing with actually a lot of these energies and are you willing to actually put yourself in the position of choosing everything like really being the choosing one in your life rather rather than waiting to be chosen which is another aspect of being right if people choose you then that's a validation that you're right if you're the chosen one none of that matters. I mean, if you're the the choosing one, none of that matters and you get to actually create the life that you would like to have. So that's going to be a 21-day adventure in a private Facebook group, Facebook Live videos every day, audios and um, energy polls, energetic exercises for creating more, um, really change, like rewiring you to actually get out of waiting for people in the world to choose you and get into the space of choosing everything you would like to have as your life right now, right here, today. Um, if you want to play, we start May 15th, and the link for that is heathernichols.com forward slash choosing one. Choosing one. Be the choosing one. Be the, be the wrong choosing one, <laughs> and you'll have way more fun than you're supposed to. All right, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Have a fabulous day, fabulous week, and I'll be back with you next week for more. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for Creating Beyond
0: Reality. Make sure to join Heather Nichols again next Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another adventure into the brilliance of you. Have an amazing week of possibility and creation.